All right, I'm trimming down a stretcher for my canvas to paint another picture. And uh, I think my man is about here to video, so I'm gonna have to comb my hair and my beard and run upstairs and get behind my computer. But I wanna get this finished first. I made it a little too big to fit in the frame. I gotta take a little bit off of it. I think that's gonna do it. All right, let's go. I've got a subject I wanna to talk to you about today. Why does God seek worship? For those of you who truly worship God, you don't need this question answered. It's just it's not a question you'd ever ask. Uh, that'd be like asking, why does your wife want you to love her? Who would ever think about trying to answer that? So obvious. Worship appears in the Bible 198 times. Now, I have to ask the question, what is worship? The 16th century wedding vows, a guy named Kramer put it together, and it was used commonly in weddings up until the last 50, 75 years. Still is sometimes. But in the ring ceremony, the man places the ring on the woman's finger, and he says, with my body, I thee worship. Now, <laughs> that might be difficult in our modern times for you to understand. It would be kind of shocking, maybe. But 16th, 17th, 18th century, it was understood with my body, I thee worship. A man that loves a woman truly worships her. In fact, in poetry and romantic talk, you'll hear a man say he just worships that woman. Uh, and it's true. There are other ways, other worship too. When I stood at the foot of the Grand Teton Mountains for the first time on a bright sunny day with a field of wildflowers between me and the mountain, and I looked up and up and up, and I saw the wind blowing the snow off the mountains there. I could see all the way to the top real clear. And it was such an awe-inspiring experience. It was worship. Now, I have had many a sinner say to me, I don't go to church, the outdoors, the sky, that's my place of worship. I go fishing on Sunday. Now, that's not just an excuse. Uh, a guy who goes out on the lake early in the morning, uh, just as the sun's coming up, and he's sitting there on, the, uh, on his boat seat, and it's all quiet, and a few ducks and geese are honking, and Fish are jumping and hitting the surface and uh, sunlight's glistening off the water. And uh, you can't help but think about the God who created that. You can't help and think about the wonder. And there's such a peace, such a joy. And that, my friend, is worship. The world is full of worship. Everyone worships. Everyone worships deeply something, someone, 
everyone worships. And so worship is hard to define, but it's something that when you experience it, you know what it is. Now, in John 4, 23, Jesus said, But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. The Father seeketh such to worship him. God seeks worship. Now, if I saw, if I saw worship, it'd be, it'd be a perversion. If I saw worship, it would be sick. And anyone that does, of course, there are people who do, Hollywood personalities especially, seek worship. Uh, they do things to their body to change it. They dress in ways. They perform in ways. All of that is to get worship. And truly, there are people by the millions who are worshiping Hollywood personalities. Uh, even uh, people... Um, uh, prime ministers of Canada and presidents of the United States, they seek worship. Uh, now, God is seeking worship, but he said, they, God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, not in carnal things, but worship him in spirit and truth. Now, we've kind of evolved this idea that worship is going to a place of worship on Sunday morning or Saturday or whenever you go. And doing something, uh, going through some ceremony, and that that is somehow worship. I, that's one of the one of the places it's hardest for me to worship. Uh, worship is worship of God is is a daily, constant reality. It's a recognition of Him and His person, of His love for us of his grace, of his mercy, of the wonder and beauty of creation. It's an adoration. It's a thanksgiving. It's a praise. It's a joy. It's a participation. It's sharing. It's surrender to God. It's everything that is good and wholesome and holy. Worship is holiness. It's the height of holiness. Uh, let's look at another concept here. Why does God seek worship? Well, as I said already, it's natural. All people worship something. And there's no higher state of being than that of worship. All art and music culminates in worship. Have you ever seen someone listening to classical music who really enjoys it? It just it goes all the way through the soul. And it's cleansing, it's transforming, it's uplifting, it's enlightening, it is worship. And the w men who wrote the classical music were men who worshipped. Now, maybe in some, many cases God, in some cases not, but it was still worship. And art, good art, uh, modern art is not worship. Modern art is a statement of um, degeneration. It's a statement of uh, dissolution. It's a statement of suffering and pain and emptiness. Uh, the more classical art was worship. Or, or the American artist would have you being ascended right into the heavens with every painting, right up into the clouds, right into the angels. It was an exaltation of God, of the creation. Uh, so there's no higher state than that of worship. 
and then the path to realization of all that is human. You don't really reach your full, full humanity till you're in state of worship. Now, that includes natural worship, like nature, like music, like art, like uh, loving uh, your wife or your husband or your children or uh, many, many other things. But the ultimate worship, of course, is God. And without that ultimate worship of God, the rest of it takes on only a shadow of meaning. Something you can feel and sense, but it's just a shadow of the reality. So the path to realization of all that is human is worship of God. That's why God wants us to worship, because it's the fulfillment of who we are. And then it's rational. Uh, it's the end of all sciences. True science would bring you to worship God. True science will bring you to a place of awe, struck silent, just stand in amazement and wonder and worship the God of creation. And then uh, to worship is to love. Uh, with my body, I thee worship uh, love. Uh, what's the first and greatest commandment? Love the Lord thy God with all the heart, soul, mind, body, and strength, and your neighbor is yourself is the second commandment. With that, he said, it's fulfilled all the law and the prophets. So to worship God, to love God, is the fulfillment of all God desires for us. And then to worship issues in an investment. That which you worship, you invest in. People who worship rock music invest in it. People who worship rap music invest in it. When you worship your wife or your husband or your children, you invest in them. You worship your job or movies, you invest in it. It becomes who and what you are. What you worship is like a mirror that reflects back until you blend and merge with that which you worship. Oh, I wish I could just really, I wish I had the words for this. And then everything else feels temporal and cheap in this life. Everything else leaves a hollow spot, an emptiness. The only place there is the fulfillment of your personhood, of all that you are as a human being, place of perfect contentment, perfect peace, perfect joy, no questions, no doubts, no fears, is in pure worship of Almighty God and His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's so deep and it's so rich that I, it's so consuming that I don't deliberately go there. It is overpowering. It's so easy to get lost in the depth of that worship. Uh, so everything else is feels temporal and cheap. Commercial Christianity, professional Christianity, traditional Christianity, the church buildings and church meetings and us preachers and all that are so temporal and cheap, uh, so empty 
uh, our manufactured worship is so Hollywoodish, so self-indulgent, so country music-y. Uh, <laughs> Our, 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 so some of our praise music is wonderful, but some of it is just spiritual masturbation. It's just self-indulging, and it's not true worship. Uh, I don't need to explain this to those of you that worship. Those that are just trying to, I want to help you get past that point, okay? Uh now, until we almost stop there, and we'll take this subject up again with a lot of scripture, okay? So, think about the Lord, meditate on Him. Scriptures are great, Psalms are great, that take you to a place of worship. Uh, sing Psalms, sing hymns, uh, sing praise, and uh, you will worship meditate on him and you will worship just come back down to earth when you get through so we can be some practical good all right that's all for now later